0: Real Estate Investing Success St. Louis Season 2 is proudly sponsored by the industry-certified construction experts at ARS Construction. Let's face it, your property is ugly as f- ARS Construction does it right. From roofing to exterior to all your interior needs. For a free roofing estimate, call now at 844-445-ROOF. That's 844-445-7663. Or visit AdvancedRoofSYS.com. That's AdvancedRoofSYS.com. ARS Construction. Roofing and construction done right. Good day, investors. I'm Antonio Holman, founder of United States Real Estate Investor at UnitedStatesRealEstateInvestor.com. And welcome to Real Estate Investing Success St. Louis Season 2, where I chat with successful real estate investors about the ins and outs and the ups and downs of the real estate investing industry right here in St. Louis, Missouri. Let's get into today's conversation. From money pit rehabbing and remodeling to exploring and problem solving for clients to now a realtor and marketing expert who assesses the viability of real estate projects for top dollar resale. Lori Sharpstein is a real estate investing success. Okay, Lori. So uh, are you ready to talk real estate investing with me today?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm excited.
0: Okay. Awesome. You're in a beautiful spot. It's a beautiful day where you're at. So, uh, yeah, that that's the feeling of real estate investing, I think.
1: All yeah, right, absolutely. So. You've got to be out and about wherever, whenever.
0: Oh, yeah. All right. So, uh, aside from your real estate investing world, tell us a little mm-hmm. bit about your personal life.
1: Oh, wow. Okay. About my personal life. I... Uh, uh, I'm a Chicago native. I've lived in the St. Louis area for 30 plus years, but you know, like most Chicagoans, I'm still a Chicagoan. Um, I am married. I've got three daughters. Uh, my oldest is 31, married with kids, also a realtor, also a partner on my team. And she does a lot of the work with, uh, with investors and with non-traditional housing. I've got a 25-year-old daughter, lives out in Denver, and then a 17-year-old daughter that I'm just trying to figure out how to transition her from, uh, virtual schooling into college. Who who knew that this, this is what, where we'd be at, right?
0: I, I'm telling you, that's such a headache for everybody. A lot of these kids mm-hmm. are getting depressed. A lot of kids are getting to the point to the to where they don't even want to go back to regular school. Some mm-hmm. are missing school terribly. So
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's, it's all across the board. Yeah. It's everywhere.
1: Yeah, it is. It's just a, a reality of the world that we're in right now. So, uh, Whatever normal is going to turn out to be, we're just all going to have to flex and figure it out as we go along. Right. Yeah. yeah Which for is sure. what we have to do in real estate investing, too.
0: OK, so what one word or phrase describes the reason why you got into real estate investing and why?
1: Uh, improvement. Probably, meaning I I love the process of being part of a, a project of taking a sometimes a derelict property or property that has a lot more um, a, a lot more value to it than is currently being utilized and design it into something that is both great for the marketplace, great for the end uh, end buyer, and a great business opportunity for the person who decided to take the risk and actually put the work in.
0: So with that, which is interesting, this may tie into what you just said, but uh, what's your favorite aspect of real estate investing?
1: Uh, Identifying those diamonds in the rough and helping to work with uh, my team of contractors and and uh, and investors to really determine its highest and best use and how to get it there most profitably. because I, I come from a business background as well. Uh, I used to be a store manager for Lowe's. So profitability is is pretty important in the investor world. So it's easy for people to fall in love with some cool old house that they want to save. Uh, but not all houses can be saved that way.
0: So so, so being, you, being from Lowe's, that kind of mm-hmm. gives you kind of an inside track and thought process in this industry, doesn't it?
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I like to say that you know I just converted from selling parts of homes to the entire house, right? right. Um, and worked with a significant part of that business is working with contractors and and helping them with their profitability and finding the best tools and resources. And through that process, uh, you know I managed a plumbing department, so I, you know I can put in your water heater. Um, yeah, I recognize furnace and HVAC issues and, and plumbing. And so I can walk through a home and really help identify what those key trouble spots and money spots are going to be before you even have to get a contractor in there.
0: Wow. You got the inside track. That's good. That's good. <laughs> so now, first of all, we all know real estate investing, it's, it's up and down. It's a roller coaster no matter what you do. Something mm-hmm. always looks good and something always goes wrong. Uh, Throughout your real estate investing journey, what do you think is that time when you felt most unsuccessful?
1: Uh, When I most unsuccessful is when I was called into a project too late in the game to be able to save it. Uh, So, for example, walking into a a beautiful home in Webster Groves that um, uh, had already been gutted already been started, but the out-of-state investor who purchased it um, had made some really poor choices in their partners. So their contractor took $60,000 and disappeared and left them with a gutted shell. Uh, Their previous real estate agent had really not done them any service either. The floor plan that they had planned for the property was not going to work. Um, So really, the only the only way for them to get out of it was just to take some loss and try to sell it to someone else. Uh, But it was a beautiful home and a really highly um, invested and active investor uh, who really just wanted to do the right thing. But because they chose the wrong people for their team, um, it just never got completed.
0: Wow. Wow. Yeah, that that describes a roller coaster for sure. Wow. Mm -hmm. So, in your real estate investing business, what is your current goal right now?
1: Uh, My current goal is to partner with investors, uh, particularly ones who are newer. I have a, what, what I see is a lot of people think that it's just, it's going to be just like the way it looks on TV, right? You just magically find a cool property, you buy the property and then you try to find a contractor um, and then you try to, to finish it up and that's not how it, it really works. So I like to be able to educate um, uh, new investors because to me as a realtor who also sells to owner occupants, that's how I can best impact our uh, low inventory issues. If I can help an investor find the right property, make good profitability, get in and out of it quickly, then that gives me more useful inventory instead of, you know, all of the the bad inventory that I have to deal with now on the marketplace. Um, So I love being able to help connect those early investors with the right contractors and the right people who are really going to help them. Um, And I also like, helping to educate, uh, and here comes a truck. <laughs> um, I also really like being able to help educate investors and do, as to what that sales process is going to look like. Uh, oftentimes they don't really know what that sales contract looks like when they get it. What does it mean when you accept an FHA loan? Um, what are those contingencies in the contract? And how, how can I help someone avoid some of the more expensive pitfalls that actually come up uh, between contract and close, so I've done um, I've done seminars at, at RIAs where we actually just sat down and went paragraph by paragraph through the traditional uh, nine-page contra- sales contract because when you're trying to sell it, that's what's going to come to you, and you know you need to know what's in it and how to be able to assess it, and totally. by knowing what's in it. Uh, if you know that you've got to deal with occupancy, if you know what FHA looks like, you can plan those repairs into the front end of your project and they're already paid for.
0: Now, as a, a realtor and a real estate investor, do you feel that mm-hmm. there's, a, I, don't, I don't know about all the time, but occasionally, do you feel that there's a conflict between those two worlds that holds you back or actually help you? What do you feel about that?
1: Um, I feel like we we make our own opportunities and we choose our viewpoint of how we want to view things. So yes, there can be um, a barrier to that. Uh, both sides just need to be able to really be open and honest about what they can do and what they're able to do. Um, the challenge comes when there's misunderstandings, when investors, for example, both sides of this, the realtor and the investor, the main reason you're in this is because it's your source of income, and you you need to run a profitable business. So on the realtor side, it's not profitable if an agent is uh, is spending four hours a day running a million CMAs for properties that they're not going to really be part of the transaction. Um, so being able to sort of set those parameters in the beginning and saying this is this is how I can help you. This is why I. I want to help you. And this is how I could make something out of it while I help you be more profitable. Um, so I, I tell a lot of my investors, I am not the best person. If you're out, if you're out looking for that diamond in the rough property, I am probably, you're not going to find it on the MLS. You're not, probably not going to find it through a realtor. You're going to find it through wholesalers. And I work with, uh, with a lot of those as well and maintain a database of those properties for my clients Um, but teaching an investor how to uh, how to develop those tools for themselves and then when you're ready to sell that property that's when you really need me the most uh, because i know what sells and i know how to sell it and i know how to market it and i'm going to be able to get you top dollar Um, so some investors find that useful and Others don't. Everybody's business model is different and that's okay.
0: Yeah. So as we were talking before we got started, we were talking about technology. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. right now, what is your favorite uh, real estate investing technology that you use?
1: Um, wow. Favorite real estate technology that I use? Uh, probably my um, my CMA. My, custom, my database management tool. Uh, it has abilities. Um, uh, it has IA abilities, so it can have text conversations for me without me having to be completely involved in it. Um, and it allows me to be able to touch a much bigger, uh, to cast cast a much wider net than if I'm trying to go old school and trying to keep track of things myself individually through notepads and you know, and sort of the old school way. So, really, it's a matter uh, of trying to streamline and finding tools that are going to work best for whatever your objective is.
0: Mm-hmm. So, uh, these days, what does your real estate investing portfolio look like?
1: Um, really, my um, uh, I'm, I'm not currently holding any properties. I have uh, five or six different clients that I'm working for, helping them find properties. Also uh, my company name is Out of the Box Properties and one of the agents on my team focuses and specializes very, very specifically in non-traditional housing. Um, So we're working with some developers on tiny home villages and also uh, some apartment complexes or apartment buildings that will be built out of shipping containers. and also identifying uh, good projects for converting existing commercial properties into a residential property. So a lot of what I'm focused on right now with this agent has been working with municipalities in order to be able to approve projects like this, Um, working with some nonprofits like the uh, community veterans project that's building a tiny home uh, veterans project in North City. Uh, which is a location that really needs that kind of revitalization in order to help support a homeless veterans project. Um, so my, my personal business now has been in supporting and helping to identify great projects for other investors to really wrap their hands around and then be able to help, help them through that process.
0: You know, that North City project, I mean, why hasn't that happened sooner? I mean, veterans need all the help they can get. That's what Mm -hmm. I think. I don't know what to do.
1: This is such a cool project because there's all they already have one up and running in Kansas City and it's successful. Um, So they were able to buy a bunch of LRA property. They're able to put it, you know, right up around the vet hospital uh, and and they'll be able to for about fifty thousand dollars per unit build. A tiny home and completely outfit it and then uh, help work that veteran through the process to transition them in and then out into their own existing housing. And then when they go, all of the things that were loaded into that tiny home, all of the blankets and pillows and all the household goods, all of that goes with them. So it's really designed to help, uh, to help give a certain population that really, really needs it that foot up in that process to be able to, to move forward with their lives. Um, and they're also, uh, the same organization already has land in Colorado and in Texas, so this is going to end up being a big national drive. But I think it's amazing that St. Louis um, gets to be part of their their early stages. And it also serves that dual purpose for us of really being able to utilize a part of our city that is undervalued and underutilized. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah. once we can move um, uh, more businesses in, then that's just going to help revitalize that whole part of the city.
0: Now, I'm not really uh, totally familiar with that program. Is it government mm-hmm. funded at all?
1: Uh, not currently. Um, they that's, will be. Yeah, in that's a case- shame.
0: That's a shame. <laughs> Well,
1: they they did just get um, approval. They will have a significant amount of funding um, uh, from the state of Missouri, um, Mm -hmm. actually from the medical marijuana initiative. So that's pretty cool. Um, But they have they've been able to get almost all of their funding privately. um, And that they kind of like that, too, because that gives them a lot more control over the project. Um, but now they're getting big enough that they're able to bring in and, and get that other, some government funding as well.
0: Okay. I love that. Love it. Lori, if people want to learn more about you, how can they connect with you?
1: Wow. That's pretty easy. So you can find me, um, all over Facebook through out of my business pages, Lori Sharpstein Realtor out of the box properties. Uh, our website is out of the box dot properties um you will find me oftentimes connected at some of the ria events uh because i just love getting out and talking so i can't wait till some of these things open up a little bit more yeah yeah (laughs) really. you can actually talk in person again right uh my phone number is area code 314-858-6034 feel free to call text um again i'm easy to find on facebook you can messenger me whatever your method of choice is. I I have Snapchat. I really just use it for my kids. So um, but most any other way you can find me.
0: Since entering into the real estate investing world, what are you most grateful for?
1: Partnerships, Um, being able to identify and find the right the right people to have on my team and to have in my, in my tool belt, you know, so that I can pull out, uh, the right plumber, the right sewer lateral guy, um, all of the different money people, you know, there's, there's so many different ways that you can fund these projects that, uh, people just aren't aware of. So, so being able to, uh, you know, I took a lot of time. I've been in real estate now for almost four years. Um, I've been in rehab, remodel and, and construction for almost 20 years. Uh, but I spent the, my first couple of years of real estate really networking and developing a strong team of multiple individuals that that I'm comfortable working with and I'm comfortable putting my clients in front of. Um, One of the biggest challenges that I think we have in the real estate investment world is that it's sometimes hard to identify who's a really good partner for your team And who's who maybe isn't, who has their own initiatives and and might disappear later on down the road. Um, So having gone through all of those first couple of years, really developing those relationships uh, is significant for me and my clients.
0: So before I hit you with the last question, I want (laughs) to say thank you for being on the show today and I wish you nothing but much more success. Okay.
1: well, thank you. I appreciate it. It's been a lot of fun.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. Especially with that sunny, beautiful weather behind you. I love it.
1: I know. This is great.
0: All right. Finally, Lori, what's your definition of real estate investing success?
1: Mm. Uh, Being able to profitably bring multiple projects in that meet whatever whatever your investing goal might be in a way that also helps improve the community uh, and the real estate landscape.
0: Investors, I hope you've enjoyed my quick conversation today. Check out more great content like this at UnitedStatesRealEstateInvestor.com. Also, do not forget to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you find podcasts. Please do us a huge favor and visit our sponsor, ARS Construction, at advancedroofsys.com. Thanks for listening, and as always, stay grateful, stay successful, and be free. If you'd like to be a guest or a host in your city, please contact us at unitedstatesrealestateinvestor.com. Music by Harris Heller. Is your rental business not running quite the way you hoped? Are tenant problems becoming, well, your problem? Are you skeptical about turning over your rental portfolio to a property manager? Meet Mark Dolfini, landlord coach, full-time real estate investor, and best-selling author of the book, The Time Wealthy Investor 2.0. Mark once thought that real estate investing was the best way to quit his job and become his own boss. The trouble was he ended up working more hours than ever and ended up working for the worst boss in the world, himself. With lots of help, learning, and trial and error, Marcus turned his once 20-hour-per-day real estate job into a two-hour-per-week real estate business. And he'd like to share his secrets with you so you can do the same. Head on over to LandlordCoach.com forward slash STL for Mark's free quick start kit. Look, money's important, no doubt, but time is the holy grail. If you're ready to have the passive income real estate business you've always dreamed of, if you want more money and time in your life, if you want actual freedom on your calendar, if you want time wealth, head on over to landlordcoach.com forward slash STL for your free quick start kit. That's landlordcoach.com forward slash STL. Remember, if you don't place a value on your time, someone else will.